Hi, this is Perry Kurtz, and I wanted to tell you that I've got a new show coming out. It's called Happy News with Perry Kurtz. That's me. And it's going to be different because we're going to be bringing you the upside of life. That's right. The happy news to make you feel good. And each week I'm going to have my special guests. We're going to talk about their lives and comment on the good things. You can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can watch us on Binge On This on YouTube. Hey everybody, my name is Connor and thank you for joining us today on Roll420 Nights. Today we're going to be playing Call of Cthulhu, I'll of course be your keeper, and I'm joined by... Hey, this is Alex, uh, I'm playing Clyde Katz, a guy drinking and smoking rye, shade lawyer with the gift of gab, but a wanting knowledge of the law itself. Honored to be here. Hey everybody, this is Brian, and I'm playing, you may know me from such great films as This, That, and the Other, and um, you know many other great binge on this shows, but I'll be playing the adorable 50-year-old hobo pirate, Hambone, that's right, Hambone, the world's greatest and loneliest man, that's me. Hey everybody, my name is Drew, and I will be playing Vince Vapor, a man full of brawn but no brains. So you get first swing on this thing, and so you approach the Skeapod, and you you got a pretty good idea where it is, where it's so covered in in this blue, this blue blood. And am, am I able to like notice any details, like eyes or anything crazy like that? You can you can see where the blood has kind of gone around, where you remember its eye was, because you did get a, a look at it when you were holding that when you're holding that silver razor um, that yeah. you found on the. Uh, the radio operator. Okay. Um, yeah, I aim. I aim where the eye is or was. And are you stabbing or are you swinging? I'm swinging. I'm swinging okay. with the, the hook first. The hook, all right. And so you swing this hook down on this thing and give me a fight brawl. I, I rolled an 87 and it's a 35. Okay. My so you swing and you sort of miss and this thing backs, backs up. Mm-hmm. And it lunges at you, um, and you can see its big, bloody claw coming towards you. Okay. And how would you like to respond? Because you could fight so, it or you could dodge it. I'll try to dodge. I'll try to dodge it. Alrighty. I got a seven. My God. Wow! Wow! This thing rolled a critical success. But you rolled low enough that I will make it not quite so excruciating. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> Jesus! It's a bastard, man. Jeez. So, And its hand smacks into you, you know, as it kind of swats you away, and it lands squarely on your chest, knocking you f- back. And you go kind of flying back, smashing against the ladder, you know, uh, and it knocks you unconscious. And the combination of just that impact and the head wound, um, mm-hmm. you you have lost consciousness and you are beginning even to die. All right. <laughs> That's my turn. <laughs> Hambone, uh, you look down 
and you see you see vents you know just stalking across you know the ground blood kind of pouring from his head and you hear this exchange ting boom and then he goes flying back and slams into the ladder he's leaning against the ladder he's leaned and unconscious against the ladder and Clyde, as you look down at that opening, again you feel those silver stitches in your shoulder starting to starting to get hot. Drew, make a con. Okay. Because if, 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 <laughs> if you if you if you fail if you fail this, you're dead. If you survive this, <gasps> you are not dead. Uh oh. <laughs> you know how my you're not are. you're not better. You're just not dead. Yeah. I think it's because Sam's not on. All the bad luck's going to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 16. Oh! So he's still alive. He, you're still breathing. You're still unconscious. You know, you're still mm-hmm. dying, but you're, yeah. you're still alive. All right. And the creature comes and is kind of, Hambone, what do you have on your person? What do you mean? Well, I guess you give me a spot hidden. Okay. Uh, 67. Oh, God damn it. So, you see all of a sudden Vince kind of levitating off of the ground. It's too late for anybody, but, but, and where, where, hold on, we're in position. So, while, okay, so I'm assuming that these things are happening simultaneously. So, as he's being levitated, where is Clyde? in the process of lifting up um the, i guess he's probably picked up he's picked up the load and he's holding it over the opening he's moving it over to the opening yeah i mean wait. and clyde as you look down at that opening again you feel those silver stitches in your shoulder starting to starting to get hot and you look down and you can see this creature holding holding vents so clyde can see him clyde can see him so Clyde can see him. I'm looking over the edge, and I can see it. See, you can see Vince Holt levitating. Right, I'm going to try and do something crazy because I, I can I can see where he's going. Mm-hmm. Is he in any position to like grab hold of Vince and like pull him over the edge, or is he still too far away to do that? Over the edge, huh? Yeah, like you're all on the ladder, right? I'm not on the ladder. I'm up at the top. Like you're in the yeah. crane looking down. I'm up at the top looking down at the hole. By the ladder. Vince is on the ladder. Well, Vince was leaned up against it. He's now being held by his ankle up by the scaopod, who's about to slam him down on the ground and shatter every bone in his body. Oh, okay. okay, So that's where we're at. All right. Yeah. (laughs) That's where we're at. (laughs) Okay. I'm. I still have my flare gun, right? Yes. All right, so um, you know, before I do anything with the heavy machinery, I'm going to point the flare right at the creature, which I can see. Yep. And like, try and fire the flare right into it. Give me a give me a, a handgun. All right. All right, that's a twenty-five out of twenty. If I have any luck at all left, I'm going to go ahead and 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 pump those in. All right. God, you are so lean right now but you've got it all right and the flare gun flies flies down and you see it looks up so give me one d10 plus three alex 
All right. Um, that's ten. <coughs> oh, spicy! And so <laughs> you watch this flare gun, this flare flying true, and the creature hears it coming in, just screaming in, and he looks up, and the flare boom, lodges right into its big yellow eye, and it shrieks, and the flare explodes, and its whole head starts to glow red, and then just crack open like a fucking pumpkin on Halloween that some high 16-year-olds found outside the kindly old lady's house. And it just goes spattering everywhere like it was playing bullet with butterfly wings. Uh, smashing pumpkins. That's a smashing pumpkins joke. Awesome. Um, and, and the creature kind of thrashes for a second and then falls to the ground limp. Vince, you slam to the ground as well. Just you know, just half dead, and there you go. Wow. All right. I just kind of exhale. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, wow. I just start laughing. I'm like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> um, and then I and then I get up and I'm and I'm just laughing and I'm going towards Clyde. And I'm like, you crazy? So come here so I can kiss you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> just go, let's go, good, Meryl, Meryl. And I'm just screaming. <laughs> and and Meryl. <laughs> Meryl. Does, I would. Does, does Meryl come out? Um, well, I don't want to break up this this very tender moment, but you do know that your uh, other friend is dying in a hold of a ship <laughs> that is filling up with I need her to turn displacing gas. Off. Yeah, I need her to turn that off. Is why I'm screaming. All right, like, Meryl, make a make a uh, a listen check. Okay, I don't know that I want to do that, but I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Twenties count if they're all on the floor. Oh wait, we're not playing twenty. That's <laughs> <laughs> twenty-five. That's twenty-five. You guys, I'm oh. sweating right now. Out of twenty-five, out of forty, baby. Woo! Nice. And you hear, and you cut off, start cutting off the gas. You know, um, Vince, give me one more con check. Well, give me right. another con check because you need medical attention. Yeah. Hold on. Here we go. Four. Oh, yes. So, and you're still alive. You know, you're still down. There's, I mean, unconscious, bleeding, mm -hmm. all beaten up. But <laughs> at least the gas has stopped. It stopped? Yeah. Okay, does she come outside after she's done? I mean, yeah. Like, if I hear her, I shut that shit off and I come running yeah. out like... <laughs> Oh, my boy. Cool. She comes out sick. I see her. I, I look at her and I go, ah, I thumbs up. Ah, thumbs up. Oh. Fat titties. And then uh, I look at Clive and I'm like, okay, we got to go get him. We got to go get him out of there. Let's go. Let's get him. Let's go down there. Let's do it. Let's get him. And then we go, let's all go down there to get our boy, I guess. Try, and I it's guess like, you just hear like that, that Glock sound effect and then get a plain men in black <laughs> so we go down there and uh, and we and we go check on our boy and and go make sure give him some give him some 
some some medicinal health. And as you guys get down there, you know, he's laying there and and this creature is starting to to truly come into view. Um Hambone, you've not seen this thing yet, have you? Nope. All right. And and as you finally do see this creature, this thing that's been stalking you, um give me a sanity check. Damn, 83. Out of for my sanity, that's gonna be sixty-seven. Yeah, it's a sixty-seven and sixty-six. Temporary insanity, indefinite insanity. Yeah. So yours is it's the lower number because you've taken sanity damage. So mm-hmm. sixty-seven, you said, or sixty-six. Sixty-six. And you rolled a what? An eighty-three. Okay, so that's a failio. Son of a bitch. Make an intelligence check. 61 out of out of 70. All right. Nice. Um, um, well, so before you cheer, uh, the thing about an intelligence check after you fail a sanity check is that you grasp the horror of the thing that has just happened to you. So you fully realize that this horrible thing on the ground is what has been coming after you this whole time i laugh even harder um no you flip out uh because you have a you have a bout of madness which is somehow not happened this game and you like you grab meryl and you go this is what this is what you've what's been after us this is why we're here and you shove her down and you pull out your bum knife because you're totally freaking out I, I thought I didn't have my bum knife. I thought I gave it to Meryl. Did you give her your bum knife? Okay, well, then you yeah. pull out your... Uh, I don't have uh, any weapons on me. I just, I, I basically... got a screwdriver. Ha- yeah, oh yeah, I do. I do. I do have a screwdriver, that's right. And I have my... <laughs> do I try and beat her to death with my wheel of cheese? You know what? Yes. <laughs> so, oh, God. So you're going to... Can be- I fight back? Just- yes. Just- no, yeah, you, you are crazy now for... 1d10 rounds. Three rounds, so not long before you're subdued. Alrighty, um, Clyde, Meryl, uh, deal with the... Uh, who, what's, what's dex order? What's everybody's dex? Even if I'm insane, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if I'm insane or... You still need mine? Um, no, because... Well, yes, I'll need yours, but it's just because you're dying. My dex is 55. Um, 55. Is... Mine's 80. Son of a motherfucker. Mine's 25. Oh, that's right. You're like slow and kind of clumsy. And Clyde. That's 60. There should not be a trade-off for being smart, Anne. I would just like to let it be known that I am athletic and intelligent. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) For anyone watching on Twitch. Yeah. 84. Sick. All right. That's not good. (laughs) <laughs> but it's is still it? is it i thought it was i thought you were at like a 90 no i have an 80 oh god oh wait um, wait no uh, uh, see now i'm okay, confused hold okay on. wait wait yeah, wait hold on good. no i'm good i'm 90 yeah Sick. Okay, guys Woo, don't scare me <laughs> don't scare me because i want you to live so fucking bad i i've been trying so hard that's my whole thing throughout this like clyde <laughs> Clyde, what's your action? Hambone's standing there. Uh, he's got a got his screw. He's got a wheel of che- he's got his wheel of cheese over his head. <laughs> he's a bludgeoning me with 
Jeez, what like, are you he doing? Just, he just shoved Meryl down. Ask yourself what Hambone would do to you if you were trying to bludgeon someone with the wheel of cheese. But what would Meryl do to you if you saved her? Honestly, so Meryl, I'm, going to, I'm going to be the asshole my character actually is and <sighs> reposition myself next to the crane controls and prepare to throw the whole thing down there. And so you're running because did you come down to help the to to help uh, uh events? I mean, I just came down to shoot the flare and then go back up. Well, I I figured you shot the flare from in the crane controls. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like he came down with us. It sounds like he stayed. Oh, up you're there. still up there looking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So you are at the crane controls. Alrighty, Hambone, wheel of cheese in a fit of violent psycho psycho madness. Um, <laughs> what would you like to do? Or Is there would any you way like I can me- shake myself out of the insanity? Or no, you've got three rounds of this. Would you like me to operate you as a monster or would you like you to operate you and you just be a bastard? So my goal here at this point is to do mean things, right? Yes. You're, you're uh, crazy. You are in a rage at Meryl and Clive for not getting you out of here when they knew this horrible creature, it, mm-hmm. like, that this was the thing. Like this, this is what was after us and you guys let me Okay. <laughs> I'd like to try and tear the cheese in half so that I can use them as two separate bludgeoning weapons. So that's one move. That's an action. I'd like to try I try and split that cheese in half out of rage. So oh, I can't believe you you let me like like one of those power lifters trying to lift, rip me, a power book. book. That counts what like one of my uh, that counts as a move, right? No, but uh, give me a strength check. Give me a strength check. Nah, I only did that because I thought that would count as a move, and that means I wouldn't hurt her. I'll just try and throw the block of cheese at her head. Okay, give me a throw. Eh. 77. All right, and so you throw this block of cheese, and, like, just in your blind rage, uh, you're just so ineffective, and you throw it kind of, you know, like, way past her, like, way over her. Cool. And you're all like out of breath and crazy. Meryl, what are you doing? What the fuck did you throw cheese at me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I should have. You, you were going to let me die down here. The hell I was. You were going to hurt me and incapacitate me. Since when? You were going <laughs> to hurt me and incapacitate me. <laughs> You are going to hurt me. and No, no, no. You're not listening to me, Merle. You're not listening to me. You are going to hurt me and incapacitate me. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out because I thought that you were going to hurt me and incapacitate me. It's your move now, Merle. Okay, I'm like... I, I watched the fucking cheese like whiz above my head and I got like no idea what's going on except for the we have to keep our duke down in the, the galley or wherever the fuck he is. So I'm He's like, right Hambone, there. my man, like stop doing crazy shit. Ah, you're gonna, I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna kick me in the nuts really hard and thus incapacitate me. Ah, I know it. 
I know that's if what you're going to do. If you don't fucking stop, yeah, man. I know it. That's what you're going to do. Don't do it. All right. All right. I'm going to like I'm going to like run and get like a head start like with like Schroeder <clears throat> from the Peanuts. Like I'm I'm I love picking it. at the ball. Give <laughs> me a fight brawl. <laughs> okay. That and that's a 55. All right. Is, uh, it'll be under fighting skills brawl. And Hambone, you're going to try and fight back against that. I'll have you roll D100. I fight back against the kick in the nuts, but yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You're I'm good. You're good. So I did 55 out of 25. So that's a miss, but Hambone is going to fight back. Brian, roll a D100 for your fighting back. I rolled a 64. Well, you both failed, so Meryl, you go to kick. Hambone, you kind of swing at her. You both kind of miss each other like idiots. Um, that brings so it's, like, it's like Lucy and Charlie Brown. She yeah. Yes. The yes and- we've got ineffective sissy hitting going on down here. Sick. <laughs> um, Vince, give me, another, give me another con. All right. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Three. Sick. Yes. God. All right. Um, Clive. <laughs> Clive, it's to you. Now, should I roll a sanity check or anything, or am I just kind of chilling out here? You're good. You're safe. As long as you want to continue chilling up there, you're good to go. All right. Well, yeah, I'm still I'm still keeping the controls in hand in the event that I need to toss the whole thing down there and <laughs> kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> all right, Hambone. Again, in your fit of rage, I'm going to have you you pull out your screwdriver and you're and like, I throw oh. it at her. And you're like, try and, and kick I try me. and throw it at her. Let me see. Fine. Throw it at her. Oh, no. A hundred. <laughs> um, and so you throw it. And see, that's a critical failure. So when you throw it, it bounces off of something and flies back. <laughs> into, and into my hits, leg like Ricky Bobby. It's like jabs. Yeah. Like you throw it. And you throw it so badly, like you release so late that it just jams into your own leg. <laughs> and and it, it's like stuck in there and you're bleeding all over the fucking place. One more yeah. round. <laughs> I throw and, my dukes up and I'm like, <laughs> one more, lassie. All right, Meryl, it's you. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm going to just go back at him with all that energy. (laughs) Kick him again. You got this. Let's go. (laughs) Trying to defend myself as to what I know is what's going on. (laughs) And you know what? I'm going to just try to fuck him up the best way I know how to fuck up a man. And I'm I'm going to like divorce him and take half of this stuff. (laughs) Half. (laughs) (laughs) Divorce him and and destroy him. (laughs) All right, go for it. Kick me in the nuts. Said no man ever. I just kick you in the nuts. I'm like, I'm like, grab him, make him my own, and just like, boom, tear that shit off. Monkey grabs Peach. Okay, and I roll, and that is a... (laughs) That's going to be a 17. Uh, that's a hit um brian i'm gonna have you try and fight that back give me a fight 55 so that's a fail fail meryl roll damage that's one d3 uh it's a d6 and then you divide the answer in half 
D3 is a weird fantasy dice that doesn't exist in the world. <laughs> it's like D3, mm-hmm. which is fucking D3. Yep. Yeah. So be, so that's, like yeah, one and a half? Five, yeah. yeah, it's two. two. So there you go. You did two to him. And you just make this good contact right with the scrote. And he kind of like, like stumbles back holding his, holding his crotch. And uh, Vince, give me, give me that final uh, con check. All right. 83. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Okay, Clyde, you're still just chilling, right? Yeah. All right, Hambone, you grab onto the to the screwdriver in your leg and you pull it out and you go, no one makes me bleed, no one my, makes own me bleed my own blood. I say, and I, like, <laughs> I lick the screwdriver. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I give it an, an unnecessary lick. Like, I'm like... <laughs> Like a like a dude who just ate a corn dog, and I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And then, I, and then I, you I, go into stabber. You go into stabber. Oh, this time. weak motherfucker! All right, give me, give me a brawl, Meryl. You may respond Ooh. by either brawling or dodging. I failed. It's a seventy-six. Yeah, out cool. of forty-five, I failed. So Meryl, you can fight or you can dodge that. Just judo me. I mean, like. I want to fight, but I got to know that, like, probably my strength is at dodging. Unfortunately, I'd like it to be otherwise. Um, no, uh, your dodge is somehow worse because dodge <laughs> is half of dex and your dex is 25. So you are better off fighting okay, like, or trying to dodge. Okay, I'm going to fuck you up. What's up? All right, whip his ass. Here we go. That's going to be a 31. Oh, God. And so you guys both, again, miss, right? You kind of, like, you go in to punch him. He goes yeah. to stab you with a screwdriver, and you both kind of miss. And Hambone, like, then you turn, and you see her face, and, like, she's real freaked out. And, it like, the reality of this hits you. Sick. And you, like, drop the screwdriver. Oh and you're like, God. oh, God, what have I done? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. What is... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I, I start crying. Merle, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just that thing. It just, it just drove me crazy. I didn't know what to do. I'm just, I'm glad I didn't hurt you or my wheel of cheese. Where, where, <laughs> do you, have you seen my wheel of cheese? It's the most important thing to me that we've I done this whole time. I have bad news for you, Hambone. No! I go insane again. I take out <laughs> no! say, oh, nobody makes me lose my cheese. You definitely hurt the cheese. No! Um, so I, I look at Merle like, hugger. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and then I'm calling up to Clive. Clive! Clive! I don't know what's going on, but we have to get out of here. We've got to go. So Put, put the crane down. Lift us up. Vince needs first aid bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's gonna die if someone doesn't give him first aid. Okay, I run over to him. Oh my god, Vince! Vince! Can he hear me? No, he's unconscious and dying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to, uh, who's got the best medicine between uh, me medicine and first aid? First aid. Who's got it? Oh, okay, first aid. Those are two different things. Why can't they be the same? <laughs> <laughs> Just like questioning the concept of the game. What are you, I stupid? I don't understand this bullshit. Thank you. Couldn't you have designed a better game, dick? <laughs> right? Uh, the idea is that first aid is stabilizing a person while medicine is actually fixing them. Cool. Um, so if, I break, if you break your leg and I give you first aid, it would be like putting a splint on it, but medicine would be like resetting the bone and casting it. 
Okay. So okay, medicine. So my my first date is thirty, and I rolled thirty-one. By that Ooh. luck, dog. Do it. Why not? Hell yeah! All right. And so you you Leroy Jenkins had a girl, and you you see uh, poor Vince, and he's got this head wound, and you kind of bandage it up, and and you look, and and his body is like just a broken doll. <laughs> you know, he is just. <laughs> fucking shattered and you kind of managed to stabilize his spine you know and he's just all beat up he's got a you know his, his the the one of the bones in his leg is sticking out of the meat and you kind of you know oh. bandage that up and you're like all right you know, you've got him stable uh vince you're now kind of conscious um and and aware of what's going on around you you're just in so so much pain wake up baby <laughs> Hey, hey, wake up. I slap his face a little bit. Hey, wake up. Oh, oh, what happened? Oh, mister, I think, oh, mister, I'm too good to write you back. Slim Shady, you dumb motherfucker. I'm like, oh, mister, all of a sudden. Wait, I'm furious. You, you dumb motherfucker. And, and, Is it I'm dead? Like, is it dead? I look. I look at Merle. <laughs> Is it dead, Clive? I'm yelling out, Clive. He wants to know if it's dead. <laughs> Is it dead? You stupid fuck. And actually, do do I do I see any any pale? Because this, this is going to affect my decision. Do I see any pale blue thing or any movement or nothing? Any- this thing is toast. I mean, it is just dead. But as you look out. And in the water, you do see something approaching. <laughs> what? You see a ship flying the United States flag. It's the real. U.S. Rock Coast Guard. America! Always! Rockin' America! Always! Always! I'm fortunate, fortunate sons. Blackstone like and Eagle! <laughs> <laughs> And most of all, and you see this ship approach and, uh, you know, the, the U.S. <laughs> fucking me. Coast Guard. It's like playing through the whole <laughs> ship. The ship sound system goes on. Brainy, brainy. Yeah, yeah, but it's 1920s music. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no fortunate son. I ain't no fortunate son. All right. I'm going to say cut to... Yeah, like cut to like six hours later and you guys are all covered, you know, sitting on this on this Coast Guard vessel, you know, covered in in these like, you know, wool wooby blankets, you know. Um... Titanic. Yeah. yeah, Clyde is getting like serious <laughs> medical attention from like a Navy corpsman who's like, "Good God, what happened to this kid? He looks like he's been hit by a train and then run over by a bus," you know. And uh, he jumped. He. <laughs> they explain. He fucking jumped, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> they explain that they got a uh, SOS signal from the SS Delilah. Um, that Captain Ship sent out and said that they had found Aww. a shipwrecked vessel. 
um, and they got here as quickly as they could. Oh, um, and rest in peace, Captain Ship, dog. After mm-hmm. I hear that, I, I pour one out for him over the side of the Coast Guard ship. Looking like, out for us. Hell of a captain, Captain Ship. Hell of a man. <laughs> Alrighty, how guys. How long is it going to take us to get to the science symposium? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, we got to put it. We got to tie some loose knots up here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're all sitting here, right on top of the. So Coast I get my Guard mouse thing. back, right? Yeah, I was <laughs> literally about to do. Was, hold on. So. So yeah, we're all dude, together, if you're right? Alive, I'll give you your mouse back. Even yeah, let's, I really let's all be in the medical to him. He made me really like, you know, re-introspect about life. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Merle's taking full advantage of the of the of the sea life right now. She's just yeah. she saved all of our lives. So she's been uh she's just been like <laughs> chilling on the fucking Coast Guard ship. So all right, so let's say we're all here in the medical room and we're all up. Let's say uh Drew's or uh Vince is up a little bit. Um, and let's right. just, uh, let's go with uh, Merle. Just uh, go ahead and give him the mouse, and we'll go from there. <clears throat> I will reluctantly hand over the mouse because he has just taught me so much about life that I had not been looking at, you know, <sighs> secluding myself into my cloistered shell of my science research in my university, being the only woman on staff. Not Whoa. suspect for the time. <laughs> I like and now everybody. all I look forward to is getting to looking to presenting my seminal research at the science conference that we're going to. All right. I gently pick up the mouse um, and I take a little bit of food out of my pocket that I've been saving over when I grabbed at the mess hall and I give it some food and I put it in my front pocket. And I say, thank you. I didn't know I was going to make it alive. Yeah, you know, what really threw you over the, what really, I'm sure what really caused you concern was when you jumped into the hole without a plan. I tell him, looking at him. Yeah. I'm sure that at, was when you thought you were going to die, right? I, I look at him kind of annoyed because I, I had a plan to kill that beast. He had a plan. I look over, I stick my head out of the hospital room. Hey! Hey, you, Navy Corps man. Look, hey, he had a plan. Can you believe that? He had a plan. I like look around at the nurse. When you when you stick your head out and look at the Navy guys, as soon as they see you, they like stand at attention, look really nervous. I look down and I realize I'm still in uniform. Oh, uh, at ease, gentlemen. And uh, I pop my head back <laughs> in and, I'm, and I look at everybody and I'm like, well, I, you know, I... And I start crying a little bit. And I was like, I didn't think we were going to get off that ship. And I thought I was going to have to set sail on these high seas by myself again. But I'm really glad we made it off of that ghost ship. And then I just start crying. Like ugly, ugly crying. And I like hold on to Clyde. You'll never be alone, Hambone. Clyde, do you want to say anything as far as medical? Baby? <laughs> well, I, I hold I hold on to Hambone with the same degree of magnitude, affection, and, and, and perseverance and determination in my heart and mind. It smells so good. And uh, I I hatch a plan because I still have the initial contract for the salvage in my back pocket, and uh, my plan is to see if I can in some way bankrupt poor Captain Ship, steal his. Um, you know his 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 debts, acquire them for myself, perhaps get a new fleet, and move on from there. But 
um, attending the science conference is definitely important because there are a lot of good marks that still await so you know legal representation of the highest caliber <laughs> i'm so glad that i muted myself because i've been laughing uncontrollably for the last like three minutes do you think captain ship's gonna be okay <laughs> my heart will go on as the crew sails off into the sea science symposiums await and a great future awaits for not only Merrill, but an old friend as well hambone mistaken as an officer in the norwegian navy he's been inducted as an honorary member of the u.s coast guard to sail the seas and to save other weary travelers vince looks to make a full recovery with the help of the military's finest doctors, Clyde with papers in his pocket, a contract as crooked as he is to make big bucks. And of course, Meryl with the inventions of her atom collider to show at the science symposium very soon. Oh, All right, yay! Um, Everybody say yay! Uh, Alrighty, what what what'd you guys uh, think? Yeah, let's let's thanks. have a quick little roundup, everybody. Sometimes you just gotta send it. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, Drew. Can, can you explain <laughs> to me what your game plan was? My game plan was because it was it was only like 14 feet down, because that's how Neil's story is, for me to hopefully jump and land successfully and then just chase down the beast and you know kill it. Or at least do more damage because that it was really hurt. To be fair, plan. to be fair, and was. there's no way, there's no way you guys could have known that. But that thing only had ten hit points. Like two good clocks with a crowbar would have killed it. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it was hurting really bad, and I, it was like I'm just my character's like I want to finish this and get off this boat. Yeah, and see, like that's why when Alex, you told me that you hit it for ten, I was like. Dude, that's all we needed. (laughs) That was great, Drew. That was that was crazy. I wasn't expecting that. When when we go back and read that, you jumping down there is gonna it's gonna be good. Badass. That was badass, dude. I was not expecting that. That was awesome. I I didn't know close combat is probably the worst thing you can do. (laughs) But it makes sense. But yeah, it's like my what my brawl is pretty low considering how strong I am. Alrighty. So so Star, what about you? What are you what what are you thinking about? What are you feeling about? What do you what do you think about all of it? Oh, as, uh. like as a whole? <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. Yeah. I had a great time with it. I uh, loved playing the character. Um all the characters were really unique. I mean, it was awesome. I don't know, it, it just it fit perfectly like near the end because it was like, oh, maybe I could actually have a chance to kill it and then I fail. So that's like another like, oh crap, you know, that's another oh crap moment where another character could potentially die and it was so like it's so close to one more character being dead and then three guys left and they have to deal with it more and then he um clyde came out with like the one in a million shot kills it instantly it was just the best i think the best ending for this for the that was arc. fantastic yeah. oh my gosh star what about you what do you think about no i i love it it couldn't have ended better the play up until like going there it just got to a point where it was like you know what what would my very intelligent, prideful character do? I'm just gonna Leroy Jenkins everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna admit that anyone has a better idea than me. I'm the smartest one here. Come on. 
not calculated at all. I was just having a great time, but like, oh, I love it. Helene really like took it through and it was awesome. It was a great time. Alex? Well, one thing I definitely like about Call of Cthulhu and certainly bring it out when you run the campaign is just how normal the characters ultimately are and how frail they are. Um, compared to the enemy they're facing and even the general environment surrounding them. So, you know, that kind of reckless head rush that most characters would do thinking they're heroic high elves or dwarves or whatever the case may be is really absent here. And you're just like, okay, well, what makes sense? Like, what would be completely stupid to do for a normal human being? And let's not do that. Um, and then there's that whole element where like, well, hell, you know, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die and take this damn thing with me. So there's there's that kind of narrative, classic horror story narrative in it um, where sometimes sacrifice is necessary. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a high-paced campaign. I like how you run it. Well done. Thank you. And Alex, I, I couldn't agree more. That's one of the things that really bit me about Call of Cthulhu. And, you know, it's such a... Uh, it's such a change of gears, you know. Veteran D and D players come in. They go, "I'm going to do a new system," and they go, "All right, I'm going to be Steve the Librarian." And you go, "Okay, there's these bad guys." They go, "I'm going to kick their ass." I'm like, well, Steve, you just got the <laughs> fuck yeah, beat out of you by seven guys, yeah. uh, and they had knives, and you got stabbed, uh, and you had a book, and you know, it's it's oh god, I love it, man. Um, all right, you guys have questions for me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you forgot to ask Brian. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brian. Brian, Brian, Brian. <laughs> you're you're yes. good. I'm not, I have to actually tie everything. <laughs> I have to clean everything up before we close off. So. Brian, Brian you, 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 can, you can ask him when you bring him on, the, on your show. Right. Um, <laughs> so this was uh, first time playing Call of Cthulhu. Uh, very, very, very fun. Uh, Alex it hit it on the head. I think it's an interesting system when you have to deal with the reality of the situation. You know, you're that's why I was so amazed when he jumped because with my whole mindset throughout this whole thing is I've been kind of dragging my feet. I don't in in a human situation where I'm at and spooky things are happening, I'm not down for the cause. I'm not down for the booty. <laughs> like real life Brian isn't down for anything other than getting us out of there. Like out of creepy Texas chainsaw scenarios, haunted ships. The first question is what the fuck are we doing here? That's why you kept hearing Hambone throughout our whole arc. Just being like, I need to know what are we doing here? Because I, I live Just that like that, that like, threw me back to uh, Brian in Norfolk when the cops were called. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, is this we, is this a situation I can just leave? What are we doing here? You know, can, we can, just we just can we just book it? Why is run? this happening? And um, so it was really interesting to you know you did a great job in, in putting those walls up because um, you know it, it's it kept the game moving. You know, not that I would have sat there and be like I'm not doing anything like, but I did try and play it a little closer than I would have if I were playing like felonious. And so it was very. Yeah very interesting and i love our characters you know i love i love everybody i think uh this has been a lot of fun and i'm, I'm super excited to hear what comes after this because you've done a, a really great job connor so a little round of applause for for connor great job really really great job Woo! um i have i have a drew you had a question for the dm oh it was it was a joke i was oh. like what does dm stand for my I question Oh, I, was oh. say, I will say, Brian, I think yeah, you absolutely nailed that, though, because since everybody had been playing it close to the vest, when when Vince jumped down in there to finish this thing off, you know, it felt so 
fucking heroic. You know what I mean? And it actually, it broke my my heart that he failed that role mm-hmm. because I wanted him to land yeah, it and too. be like, let's fucking go. No and way. then, you know, I had him speaking. It was impossible. He literally, he jumped and was, it doesn't make sense. Maybe if you were playing D&D, then I'd give well, it to you. you I was like, thinking the jump, I said, if he can succeed at this jump, he's going to take one D4 damage. Why if he, he just fails slide at the jump, down the fucking ladder? There was he, no ladder. The ladder was ripped down. Yeah. Ah, and yeah. then, and then I was, then he's like, I'm going to go fight it. And I was like, dude, I, I knew it only had 10 health. And I was like, dude, two good hits with this crowbar and this thing's done. And he goes, one hit. And I go, well, fuck, that's a miss, man. And then it rolls and, oh God, oh God, it did so much fucking damage. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Connor, why was, why were some of us able to see it and others not? Okay, so. Clyde has silver stitches. Meryl was carrying a silver butter knife. Clyde had a silver zippo. I had the silver blade. When you had the silver blade. And when you don't touch them anymore, they go away. Wow. Like, and that's why the whole time I was like, all right, I'll add that to your possessions. Uh, What do you guys have out? Meryl, do you still have out your butter knife? And she's like, I do. And then three minutes later, I'd be like, oh, shit, there that bitch is. Uh, (laughs) And then, like, Drew's like, and I have the silver knife. And I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Anyway, you see it. You see it behind (laughs) him. And then Star's like, do I? Yeah, and Star's like, do I hear it? I'm like, no, because I just decided that it's there because Drew's fucking touching the knife because I'm going, please, God, someone touch something silver. (laughs) Connor, what was the other option in defeating the monster? There was there was an infinite number of options. I mean, you guys could. Uh, um, my home group took the. Uh, they have a lesbian farmer from like Milwaukee named Verna, who doesn't know nothing except for farming and shooting shit in the face with her shotgun. Um, and she, they gored the the scaopod with the fork truck and nailed it up to the superstructure and just stood around it and unloaded into this thing until oh. it stopped moving. <laughs> um, was blowing up the ship an option? Anything was an option. I mean, you guys could have blown up the ship. You could have clocked it with the with the um, crane. You could have shoved it in the in the in the fucking hatches and piled everything up on it. And been like, fuck this. We're just leaving. It's stuck in there for like a few hours. We could probably. What get I'm out hearing of here. is we're really unimaginative. Yeah. Like, I oh, thought it was decent. I thought it was a pretty good plan. You know, you go close it up in the thing, fill up, fill it up with. Yeah, the but gas, that was our second. It'll plan. suffocate. What was the first plan? Ask the first Drew. Plan was, was was we were gonna use the dead body? No, no, we were gonna use me as the bait. So I was gonna hang on the hook uh-huh. and the hold, wait for the thing to to, to come inside, and then uh-huh. we're gonna lock the room up and then do the the CO two in that okay. room. So it's the suffocation plan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, you but, guys. But could... then when we saw Brian get attacked, or uh, oh man, yeah, Ambone get attacked, <laughs> it kind of went, <laughs> kind of went haywire. You know, yeah. You know, like you guys could have taken the CO two tanks and like 
bundled a bunch of them together and rigged them to explode and like just blown it up or um even just use the pressurized gas to launch you know create like a whole bunch of them all you know in one room and you pull the thing and they all launched off a piece of metal and you just bombard it i mean i would have allowed absolutely anything you know Crazy. I mean, whatever would you whatever have allowed you guys- me to have sex with it yeah, I mean, I guess you like know, if, I, if, I, if I've been like, I want to insert myself inside the set the pie. I would, like, I would just... have to, I'd have to download the Fatal Handbook probably to uh, get the stats on what it would be to have sex with a monster. Please like, don't make you know, me like, so have to read the Fatal Handbook. Yeah. Unchained Melody. Oh God, yeah. All I'm, right, I'm sure, um, there's a, I'm sure there's a rule 34 on it. Uh, yeah. For, right. for everybody at home that doesn't know what the Fatal uh, RPG system is, look it up. It's really good and fun, and there's nothing weird about it at all. Alrighty, folks. I just want to thank all you listeners at home for joining in with us and hope you had as much fun as we did because we had an absolute blast. And if you enjoyed us here, then you have got to check out Roll 420, the high fantasy D&D podcast. That's the main, that's the main meat of this operation. I'm just, I'm just filler, baby. (laughs) And while you're at it, you need to check out What's Hood with Forever Cabron. I've been listening to that when I cut the grass, drive to and from work. I, I'm I'm actually really getting into that. That is really good. really cool stuff. I don't want to break character, but good. That's awesome. And I'm telling you, I'm jamming. That. I'm jamming. Um, my other one that I that I watch, maybe not without fail, but on a semi regular basis, is Sam of All Trades. He recently done a really cool one uh, about a uh, a guy, a squadron leader that runs the tanks. That was fucking badass. Cool. He also dealt one with uh, a dude that like does the maintenance on trains and learned a bunch of stuff about uh how they lay down train tracks and shit like that like if you're a a a nerd that likes like how it's made and stuff like that same of all trades that's the jam man that's some good shit um this that and the other happy news with perry kurtz reading ronin um look forward to eclectic radio 101 uh the guy that does all the music for all these shows he's coming out coming out from germany is it uh yep germany china's world traveler coming out from germany chinese travel the world and he's got all sorts of great music to tickle your eardrums and lastly man if any of those things sounded good i'm gonna tell you what this is gonna sound great Next month, check out the MDK Squad Pod. That's the Murder Death Kill Squad. But don't, don't be afraid. They're not going to murder, death, kill you. They're a true crime podcast. So you want to check out true crime content. You know, that's always so interesting, so cool. And of course, we look forward to seeing you at the Science Convention, at the Roll for 20 Nights, at the next time that we record hell yeah baby that's connor and as always stay frosty good job